Ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Seventh Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host Lady J, and your other co-host T. Sorry, it was <laughs> that delivery was pretty epic, dude. I was no, it really wasn't. I legit forgot the name of our podcast. <laughs> I, I just stopped and like was staring, and I forgot that I could speak. It was like a smooth DJ. <laughs> like hello. And welcome. <laughs> I, like I swear, I swear, I legit almost forgot our intro. <laughs> okay, I th- man, I shouldn't have said anything, but I'm going to tell you, it sounded kind of sexy. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> These are the cool, dulcet tones of Lady Jane. <laughs> You're on the air with Lady Jane. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so, T, how are you? Good, and how are you? I'm like... Cool. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. I'm good, though. You know, it's it's like the heat is starting to get to me a little bit. It's not even hot. It's humid. Yeah. No, I guess that's what I mean. You're right. It's like nasty. Yeah. Not something that we're used to. Mm-mm. Listen to us complaining about the weather this entire season. I feel like, yeah, that's all we're going to talk about when we open these episodes. <laughs> but, dude, it's pretty freaking nasty. Like, it's not something that we're it's new to. pretty freaking nasty. It's pretty freaking nasty. I don't like it. It's like, ow. <laughs> ow. <laughs> all right, so let's get to the task at hand. Okay. We're going to be talking about episode 407 today. Uh, titled Sin, dot, 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 parentheses, part one. Mm-hmm. Close parentheses. Close parentheses. <laughs> um, the Amazon Prime spoilie is, in the first of this dramatic two-part episode, Mary lets her anger sway her judgment when the basketball coach imposes a lockout. <laughs> okay, okay. I it's, mean, it's pretty chill. It's that, yeah. Um, I'm glad they didn't give it away in the beginning. Give it away, give, give it, it away, away, give it away, away now. <laughs> we have problems. <laughs> problems. This, this episode is off the rails already. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what did you think was happening when the coach put the chain on the door? Because I legit thought he was locking them in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he goes into this long-ass speech about how their grades suck and how he's warned them over and over again that if their grades don't pick up, then they're not going to play. And and then he pulls out this chain, and I was like, oh, so he's going to tell them that they're not leaving this room until they are until they study for an hour or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I Wait, went were there. They, but weren't they in the hallway? Yeah, I don't oh. know. <laughs> there was no establishing shot of that, okay? Okay, okay, all right, fine. <laughs> and I mean, because, yeah, because, I mean, it wasn't clear where – they were. They could have very well been inside the gym in like some locker room area or something, mm-hmm. you know? This is true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know nothing. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so that happens. 
Um, he locks them out, and of course, all the girls are like incredulous about this. Yep. Because they're like, "What? He can't do that." And then, and then it appears on the fucking nightly news, like breaking news. There's a fire at Hope and Flower, and also local coach, what's his name, has locked the girls' basketball team out of their gym. (laughs) It's it's not like I'm sorry. If anything is going to make the news. It's either professional. Okay, I really like professional athletes, or if they're discussing, like, let's say USC, UCLA. Yeah, not high school basketball. Once again, bringing into question how the fuck small is Glen Oak that local high school basketball teams are news. Yeah, like what? Yeah. (laughs) When's the last time you turned the news on and heard about your local high school's basketball team? Never. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not. And this reporter chick got on my last nerve. Yeah, she's acting like it's an expose. She was so annoying. Like, her voice, yeah. her cadence, like, whoa. <laughs> Who are you? Was she a real reporter person or she was just an actress? I'm sorry. If she was a real reporter, that sucks. Well, you know how sometimes they'll do like a cameo or whatever. Yeah, the hell? but that's like Sam Rubin doing it, and like I don't know. That's who true. Else. At you least pull I mean? a recognizable name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, <laughs> yeah. not, not no name Blondie over here. <laughs> We're mean. Um, but yeah, dude. I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah, her voice was annoying. Um, I I just don't understand how this was news. Yeah, it really wasn't, or it shouldn't have been, rather. And let's be real, I'm 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 gonna be rude here. The women's basketball team, really? Girls basketball team? It's gonna go on news. Girls, uh, do well, you know what I mean? So a part of me felt like, okay, maybe this rises to the level of Glen Oak news because, arguably, like this basketball team is like really really good, right? Yeah. Like, like they're they're in prime position to win the championships. Yeah. Like, Apparently, all of them are getting scholarships too. Yeah, yeah. Let's not forget that aspect yeah. of everything. All of them are gonna get scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think that's in the next episode when this com- when that comes into play, right? I guess so. No, but it's just it's. But they, but yeah, he mentions it like when the coach is giving that five minute speech that lasts forever. Um, like he says, you know, he's like, "You guys are just been coast coasting because you're banking yeah. on your scholarships and it's senioritis and blah blah blah." But like I told y'all, you know, if you don't keep your grades up, apparently he's been getting weekly progress reports from their teachers. Yeah. And first of all, teachers don't have that much time to give you weekly progress reports. Yeah, and also, what are, what grades are you getting week to yeah. week for a progress report? Like maybe homework, but like how much of a percentage over your for your final grade is homework? Yeah, like that. None of this makes any sense. Whatever. Man. And also, it's what November, so the school year is like early yet. Yeah. You know, like they haven't even had midterms or anything yet. That's so like, true. what are you basing any yeah, of this on? Yeah, we're not halfway through the the season. Yeah. At all. Like, what are you basing any of this on? It seems so arbitrary. Like yeah. today's the day I've decided to look at your grades, and guess what? They suck. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they suck. Oh boy. Okay, so. That's what's happening in Mary's world. We'll pick back up with her later. Yeah, guys, it takes over the entire show. It's pretty much the bulk of this and the next episode. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert, Amazon Prime spoiling. Yeah. Never mind. Um, so, in other news, Simon gets caught giving the finger, yeah. or the fingers, fingers, with both hands, yep. um, at school. And Tell me you love the... 
how they filmed it. Oh, like the slow-mo, like dun, super. Dun, dun. <laughs> how dare my son give the fingers? Not one. Fingers. Yeah, no. It's well, so what happens is it's like they they do a real good job of like setting it up at first, right? Because yeah. it's like this extended shit of like Simon and his buddies like being guys like yeah. in the schoolyard or whatever. Like they're doing like the arm fart noises mm-hmm. and they're like burping and like spitting and yeah. doing stupid things. Did, did they gross call it honking? Things. They call it honking in the Camden house. There we go. Yeah. Because Annie doesn't like the F word. <laughs> Both F words. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but so they're doing all these gross things. And then one of them, I think, burps like really yeah. loudly, which like Simon's reaction to that is to like flip him off with both hands. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's just so absurd, okay? It's just what guys do. It's just what guys do. Which, that's a phrase we kept hearing over Over and and over over. and over again, which we'll get into. Um, But Annie happens to be, like, pulling up to pick him up at that moment. Mm -hmm. And the school principal happens to be, like, watching them. Yeah, like, weirdly lurking um, at that exact moment. So, cut to, you know, they're at home and... Annie's like, like, visibly upset, mm-hmm. like super upset, and she keeps like yelling at Eric, like your son did this and yeah. your son did that and whatever. And of course Simon overhears that, and he's like hurt by the fact that Annie's like your, your son. son, your son. Like why are why am I not your son anymore, mom or whatever? Ma, why are you abandoning Ma. me? <laughs> So then Eric goes upstairs to, like, talk to Simon, and we get this moment. For some reason, a lot of guys do really stupid things when they're with other guys. You know, things they wouldn't even think of doing if they were alone. And I just don't want you ever to lose your great ability to think and make decisions for yourself. Your mom and I love you, kiddo. And your fingers. But just not in their upright and locked position, okay? I really loved that moment about the upright and locked position. (laughs) And I don't know if it's because I totally predicted the line before he said it. (laughs) Or if it's just cute and clever. But um, I don't know. I think think that was important, right, for Simon to hear that. And then, of course, as soon as Eric leaves the room, he's like, then why is she saying that I'm your son only or whatever? Like, that's when we realize, like, oh, like, words can hurt. And, like, Simon heard that and stuff. Um... But his whole defense is just like, you know, it's a guy thing. It's a guy mm-hmm. thing. And that sort of becomes his, like, mantra, if yeah. you will, throughout this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. That it's just guys being guys, and it's like, like he didn't mean anything negative by it or whatever. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's a bad thing. I don't know. I don't know how. What do you feel about the finger? Like, what are your thoughts? Um. It was the cool thing to do once upon a time. I guess so. I mean, I still do it yeah, from I mean, time to time. I still do it from time to time. Uh, when someone decides to be snarky, I'll, I'll just give them the finger. But yeah. you know who gave the best finger when it comes to like ladylike, but also like a true like fuck you? <laughs> um, 
It was that, um, I'm going to mess up his name, but I think I'm getting it right, Robert Rodriguez, when him and Quentin Tarantino did that, like, uh, two-movie thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you, you just have to see, oh, God, what's her name right now? What, what The girl that was also in Charmed, what was her name? Alyssa Milano? No, no, no. The other one, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, there we go. She gives the finger, but she does it in such a delicate way, but also, like, she turns her head the other way, like, I'm not going to give you the time of the day, but here's my finger. And, like, it's it's so, like, it's. I remember watching that with my friends. I'm like, she does it so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, cute. That was the only time I was like, all right, I think I'm okay with it. I don't know why. But, again, I, I remember kids being obsessed even drawing Oh, I totally had that? flashback to the drawings we used to yeah. do. Yeah. I remember that. So, I mean, I understand, yes, it's a it's a bad thing for definitely, like, the parents to see. Like, oh, dude, why is my kid being a little idiot or a little shit right now? Well, I mean, it's just a bad thing. To be honest, I'm surprised they showed it on TV. Right? Because I feel like today, on especially on, like, cable television, they'd, ble- like, they'd blur that or something. Yeah. You know? Like... They were pretty open about it. Yeah. But then again, we've seen multiple times now, they've been very blatant about a lot of things, yeah. i.e. the N-word or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess it's like a weird thing of like at the time, right, like late 90s, this family in particular and like the message they're trying mm-hmm. to send, right, which is like de- indecent, vulgar gestures, yeah. you know, whatever. And then also, like, just, you know, it is a bad thing. <laughs> like, it is in, a bad thing. In general, thing. like, it's not, like, a pleasant gesture no, to No, not at all. I mean, how many times have you seen someone flip you the bird when you're driving? I don't know. I do it a lot, though. Oh, <laughs> no way! In fact, I would say that 95% of my bird flipping is while I'm driving. Because <laughs> it's such a, like, perfect way to get your message across yeah. rather innocuously. Because I'm not a honker. Like, I don't lean on my horn ever, yeah. like, when people are doing stupid things. or That's just not my MO. Yeah. But, like, you know, especially, like, as I'm passing somebody or whatever, uh-huh. like, I'll just put my finger up. Like, <laughs> I just put my finger up. Look at it. It's to you. One time somebody almost tried to kill me, though, because I did that. That's a true story. <laughs> that I believe. Road rage is real, guys. Yeah, it's real. Especially in LA, man. I feel like road rage is just real everywhere. Yeah, I guess that's true. Is it just because we drive a lot in LA that Shit we time. notice it more? Yeah. like, Or that it's more prevalent, I guess? Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> there are times where I have the best reaction when someone gives me the finger. I like, I, I blow them a kiss. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and it pisses them off even more. I really, really like that. Yeah. You know what I like to do when people are like, like righteously indignant about anything, whether it's because they gave you the finger or they're just like, oh, like I, you just don't get it or whatever. Yeah. I love to respond with a simple, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because it really just like gets the blood boiling even more. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Eric, I mean Eric, Simon's in hot water because he gave the finger at school, whatever. Um, and then, and then you've got Ruthie who, like, all she wants is to be, like, so she and Simon have this, like, guy off, (laughs) whatever, where, um, 
you know, he's he's like grounded for the weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Ow! Ooh, sorry, I thought that was sweatshirt fuzz. Well it wasn't, it was a chest hair. And it was the only one I had. Well, if you're such a guy, grow more. Daddy Matt can't stop. I will. When I feel like it. Right now I'm just pacing myself. Oh sure. But with or without chest hair, I can be just as good a guy as you or your friends. I don't think so. I mean, half the stuff we guys do will probably make you throw up. If I can watch the twins eat, nothing will make me throw up. (laughs) Lame. I don't have to do the fake kind. I couldn't handle it. Like, there was so much arm farting in this episode. It got so annoying, mm-hmm. like, and just gross. Like, yeah. like, every single one of them did it at some point. Yeah. I was just like, enough with this already. Like, we get it. It's a thing that people do. Like, yeah. whatever, man. It was something I never gave a shit to do. I mean, forget that. It's like, it's so gross. Like, yeah. it's, it's an actual gross thing. Like, I don't need to see it three separate times in the space of 40 minutes. <laughs> like, Yeah, and... Okay, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Lucy also do it in this episode? Uh, yes. Right, I'm getting that confused. Does Lucy do it, or does she just look at them like, you guys are crazy? No, she does it, too. She does do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To prove a point yeah. to Simon. Yeah, and I know Matt does it, too, in this yeah. episode, when he's, like, critiquing their ability to do it well, or <laughs> whatever the fuck. Matt, you have way too much time on your hands. I actually want to, I want to talk about that scene, so... So, like, Simon's in trouble, whatever. Matt's whole deal in this episode is, like, he's, he can't, he doesn't want to be at his apartment because the neighbor upstairs is, like, blaring loud music. Mm-hmm. So he comes home to, like, kind of escape from that environment for a while. But he finds himself back in it with the family, right? Yeah. And he's, he's, like, struggling, I think, with his, like, parent number three complex, mm-hmm. right? Because when he lived there... He was the biggest bro- he was the oldest brother and he had responsibilities yeah. and he had sort of taken it upon himself to like look out for all the children, you know, and yeah. like make sure that like things are working smoothly around the house. Exactly. You know? And then now, not to mention like Eric coming off of his heart attack, like he's he comes back home for the night or whatever. And, like, the whole world is falling apart, you uh, know? Like, always. Like, Mary's grades are slipping. She's, she's like, locked out of basketball. Simon's, like, in trouble because he gave the finger. Ruthie just wants to be a guy. Like, like everything's falling apart. So he's, like, struggling with this idea of, like, like damn, like, I should move back in yeah. because, like, what the hell is happening around here without yeah. me kind of thing. And he sits down with Simon, and they have this talk. But you know, when I got older, I learned that being a guy is one thing, and being a man is another. That guy stuff has nothing to do with being a man. A man stands up for himself and the people he loves. He looks out for and protects them, and he takes responsibility for his actions. That's it? Yeah. That can't be right. There has to be more to it than that. It sounds easier than it is. (laughs) I'm sure. And in the meantime... You got to have fun doing all that guy stuff with your friends until you got older and figured out it was stupid. But thanks to you, I know that now. Seven years too early. And now nothing's going to be the same because every time I go to burp, every time I think, hey, spit on Daryl, a little voice in my head is going to say, that's stupid. But thank you, Matt. Thank you for making me a man. Yeah, thank you. Lucy's tag on that scene is like, 
so perfect. <laughs> and I love it. She's she's like really acting in this episode, dude. Yeah. Like, because the whole time that Matt is delivering the speech to Simon or whatever, like, Rufy is, like, like standing behind him with, like, her hand on his shoulder, you yeah. know? Like, nodding along, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like really, like, taking in the message, yeah. you know? <laughs> Is her acting or it's her listening? Well, I think I think she's getting better at like not just saying her lines, right? She's she's like in the scene, you know, because especially because like there is no beat skipped. Like Simon's like, "Thanks, Matt," and she's like, "Yeah, thank you." (laughs) Like you know, (laughs) it's so great. But I love when Simon's like, "Hey, spit on Daryl." Like, are you really thinking that ever, Simon? Yeah. Spit on someone? Really? And I think the problem, or not the problem, but the reason why this is kind of a weird episode, at least for me, and you tell me if this is true for you too, right, is because, like, Simon has never acted this way before. He's always sort of had this, like, moral high ground yeah. if you will or even if it's not a moral high ground just like the high ground or like yeah. the upper hand right because he's like wise beyond his ears and <laughs> and um like he's just kind of like cool you know yeah. and like this is the first time we've seen him like act like everybody else yeah and like get himself in hot water kind of you know where he's just like a bad boy or whatever the hell yeah. i don't i mean like a very innocuous bad boy but his version of being a bad boy, you know? And I think it, it's interesting that it comes on the heels of what we saw in, was it the last episode, where he's, like, flirting with that girl, you know? Yes. That's, like, not his girlfriend. Diane. Diane, yes. And so I think it's, like, it's interesting, like, this new shade of yeah. Simon that we're starting to see. He's not the lawyer or the entrepreneur, guys. Now he's a He's bad just boy. a teenager. Like, yeah. you know, he's just... A regular old boy teenager. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's about time we saw that side of Simon. That's true. I'm like, like he bound can't always, to happen. Yeah, like, he can't always be a young adult. Yeah, and he can't just always be like, look at my cute face and my dimples and, yeah. like, oh, my, pa- my paper route, you know? And like, sir, I'm always the bank. Yeah. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's cool. I think this haircut's doing a lot for him, too. Probably. <laughs> it's giving him an edge. Yeah, man. I never thought about it when he first got it. I was just like, cool haircut, whatever. But... Now I kind of see where like it's, it lends it's itself. like the yeah like yeah. it's the beginning of that for him a little bit so interesting I guess more to be seen. Well, it's about time, Simon. It's okay. You can be a little bad. Just don't be a little shithead. Yeah, you know what's funny is I wrote he's just becoming a bad, and then I crossed it out and wrote hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like that observation. <laughs> um. And then you've got Lucy. Now, you could make the argument that, like, Lucy might as well not be in this episode. Yeah. Like, she's got very little to do, except for a very... So, there's, like, a stupid, really, like, dumbass scene, right, of her in student court. And the the, the ritualistic, almost, like, over and over again, some, some kid comes up, they've done something bad... The principal bangs the gavel, guilty, next, yeah. kind of thing. Like, they show that 
like over and over and over yeah. again. And Lucy is like not even a part of that. Like yeah. she has nothing to say or do in that scene other than be there. Yeah, I'm trying to understand what her role is. Yeah, I think I think you have to have a student representative, right? If it's student court, okay. I think that's her role. Is like she's the student on the panel, so it's not just like the principal. I guess I don't even know what student court is. Is that a thing that happens in all public schools? I have no idea. That I, was that was surprising to me. I've never seen that. In the, o- the only thing I've ever media. seen, like, students, like, try to practice law, like, for fun was mock trials. Mock trial, yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. That is by far the, yeah, the but, only thing I've seen. But the student court seems to be, like, the law of the land. Like, yeah. it seems to be, like, the way that they hand down justice at the school. Yeah. Because everybody, whether it's a minor infraction, like, like you were making out in class or something. Serious. Or, you know, you were, like, cheating on a test or whatever, like... It seems like everybody goes through student court, yeah. so it seems like a legit like part of the infrastructure of how the school is run, which, why have we never seen this before yeah. in the previous three years of the school yeah. like, that we've been involved with or whatever? So anyone who went to public school, like, you tell us, like, unfortunately, we're behind the curve here. Like, yeah. we, we didn't have student court at our school but it's true, we didn't see it with Matt or with Mary before. This no. is the first time we're seeing it with Lucy. And of course, Matt and Mary were never involved with student court. Yeah. And they never really did anything that warranted them facing student yeah. court. Although you could argue, like, Mary certainly got detention at least once without having to go through student court. Like That's true. The principal just gave her detention when yeah, she when got she, in trouble. Yeah, when, and she sat with Carrie Russell. Yeah. So, I don't know. But anyway, Lucy's part of student court, and that's about it. I mean, like, she's not doing anything in this episode. There's nothing, like, there's no storyline for her It's almost like she's just passing by through every scene. Yeah, she's just kind of there, Mm -hmm. like, especially at the house and stuff. But, but, I kind of sort of loved the scene that she and Eric had in the kitchen, where he's, like, asking her about student court, and they're talking, and... He's like, well, I'll just play it. Okay. In fact, in some ways, what you do is similar to parts of what I do. You know, people come to me and they, they tell me what they're thinking or doing or feeling. And I listen and I give them my perspective, tell them what the consequences certain ways of thinking or behaving or believing can be. Do you think anyone you saw in court left with a new perspective on themselves or their behavior? I don't know. Well, all you can do is try to provide them with different perspective the rest is up to them and their free will to see what's going to happen next it may not seem like much but it is i guess we have something in common huh dad we have a lot of somethings in common this is just one of them your job is a lot harder than most people think well i'll admit there are days but there's that saying you have to be the change you wish to see in the world the bible or one of those saint guys gandhi Hmm. i'll give it a try it's easier to say than do hmm. amen hmm. I like I like that I liked that they sort of drove home the point that like Eric and Lucy are very similar in many ways it's it goes back to the point that you and I both made early on like back in season one yeah. right that like 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 Lucy's parent analog is yeah. Eric and mm-hmm. I think we haven't really seen that for a while now because yeah. maybe, like, their storylines have not crossed paths or yeah. whatever. But, like, like lest we forget, 
you know, Lucy is very much Eric's daughter. Yeah, she's the daddy's girl for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought I thought that was cool, and I also like um, that he, like, like the 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 sentiment gets echoed a couple times in this episode that like it's easier than it than it sounds, or yeah. it, it sounds easier than it is, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Like, like saying that you believe in something or saying that you live your life a certain way or telling yourself you believe you live your life a certain way is a lot easier than actually living your life a certain Mm -hmm. way or holding to the tenets of what you believe or whatever. I thought that, I thought that was kind of cool, I guess. And this is the first time, well, maybe not the first time, but as far as two parters go, right? Like this one is really like, banking on the fact that there's gonna be a part two yes because like they they set up a lot of dominoes right which we come to expect in two parters like that they'll eventually knock down in the second part or whatever but really truly like nothing happens in this episode i know except that you get a resolution on simon stuff yeah so simon gets called like after you know he was caught with the fingers or whatever he has to go talk to the principal yes with the parents and um the principal says that the school policy is three days suspension yeah and annie is just like what the fuck dude like this is simon yeah he's the best kid ever like all he did was do something, sure, indecent and vulgar, but, like, ultimately innocuous. Like, yeah. he didn't hurt anybody. It wasn't malicious in any way. Mm-hmm. It just happened, and it was bad, and, like, you know, slap on the wrist, but, like, three days suspension. Like, that's insane, you it know? Is. And that's going to be on his record and all this shit, you know? And so she, like, stands up for him, mm-hmm. which was really cool because... Well, and there's a clip I want to play that really drives this point home, but Annie demonstrates in this episode, and always, but particularly in this episode, that at the end of the day, no matter what her kids do or don't do or how badly they fuck up or Mm -hmm. whatever, right, her most paramount of concerns is her relationship with them yeah and like making sure that they know that like they are loved that she loves them yeah that like they're never gonna fall from grace in her mm-hmm. eyes or whatever you know and i think it's really sweet because then you, you get you get this annie and simon moment i didn't mean it that way it just came out well that's what happened with my fingers in front of school they just came out i guess we have something in common huh mom i guess we do I think I was upset with you because that gesture is just so vulgar and indecent. Yeah, but it's also ordinary. And you, Simon Camden, have grown up to be one of the most extraordinary people I know. So I guess, even if it was a normal guy thing, I was disappointed to see you doing something so ordinary. I'm sorry, Mom. Me too, for everything. I love you, Simon. I love you too, Mom. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. I thought it was so important. Yeah. I don't know. There was something for it, like, in that for me. Like, it, it almost felt like this warm blanket, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that thing that you, like, hope to always hear from your mom, you know? Like, yeah. 
like no matter what like I'm sorry for everything you know like mm-hmm. I love you like it's all gonna be okay <laughs> like, <laughs> you're extraordinary and I saw you do something ordinary just don't do it again yeah I, she's so great I mean and I had to cut it out of the clip for time or whatever but like that whole thing where she's like you know when you were first born and we were alone in the hospital room and I looked down and I was like how could I be part of something so so extraordinary yeah. which is hilarious because that's like her fourth kid at that point yeah. you know what I mean and for her to like say that you know and yeah. it's it's not at all about ego it's about being a mom mm-hmm. and like like telling your kid what they want and need to hear yeah. you know in that moment I just thought that was really special I remember doing laundry yesterday and thinking about that scene and like crying about it (laughs) (laughs) while doing laundry laundry, I don't know if my laundry was the trigger for that like I was just like while I was doing my laundry I was thinking about this episode and then that exact moment of like you're extraordinary I love you I'm sorry I was like oh my god being a mom sucks (laughs) (laughs) it's the most thankless job ever I love you mom (laughs) I love you mom (laughs) um so then, of course, double duty, like, the parents' job never ends. They do Simon's thing, and then they have to go to the assembly that they're having at Mary's oh, yeah. school where the where the coach and the principal are going to, like, explain to every to all the parents, like, why this lockout is happening. Yeah. Because and something that we didn't really dwell on or, spe- like, specifically state is Mary lies to her parents yeah. about why the lockout is happening. Mm-hmm. She knows that it's about her grades, but she's just like, I don't know, he lost his mind, he locked us out, or whatever. Yeah. And then you get the sense that like all the kids said the same thing to their parents, because all the parents are calling the coach to complain about this. Yeah. Um, so they're having this assembly thing, and the coach passes out everyone's progress reports yeah. so that the parents can see, like, this is what we're dealing with. This yeah. is why your daughters have been locked out of the gym. And in a move that was predicted by everybody. Seriously. <laughs> Eric and Annie are like, uh, Mary, uh, did you know that your grades were slipping? Uh, did you know that your coach was going to like lock you out if you didn't get your grades mm-hmm. up? And Mary's just like, yeah, <laughs> kind of. <clears throat> so they publicly like stand with the coach. Yep. You know, and then all the other parents are like, <gasps> and then and Mary's like, <gasps> You know, yeah, surprise <laughs> when you know your parents have been really gung ho on the idea of education, education, yeah. education, and so, and you know you lied for a reason. Like yeah. if you didn't think it was gonna be a big deal or that your parents gonna were gonna react this way, you would have told them the truth about why you got exactly. locked out of the gym. An idiot girl gets on the phone saying, I didn't think my parents would stab me in the back. Bitch, you knew. Stab you in the back? Yeah. Like, who are you? What are you even talking about? Yeah. All they did was stand on the side of reason and logic. Yeah. Like, and if anything, they're always on your side. So if your grades need to, you know, go up, that's yeah. still in your favor. Morons. You know, I was thinking, no, you know what? I'll bring this up in the next episode because it's more relevant to that episode. But yeah, I mean, Mary's like, upset and of course I gotta love too right or you gotta love too that the whole reason that Simon and Ruthie eavesdrop on Mary's conversation yeah when she's talking the phone with her girlfriends about how shitty her parents are yeah is because they have no clue what's going on yeah like and none of the Camden kids do yeah they don't like all they know is that the that the girls varsity team is locked out of the gym. They they're not playing anymore. Mm-hmm. But to everyone's credit, everyone meaning Annie, Eric, and Mary, I guess, like they don't know why. why. Yeah, no one knows why it's locked down. Yeah, 
And I, I think, know. but I think that's, is that, is that good? I think that's good somehow. It, it, I think, I think because this is such a, this is such a family of like no secrets and no privacy mm-hmm. and stuff that I kind of appreciate that like everyone's respecting Mary's privacy in this yeah. regard. And it's up to her to tell her siblings like what's going on, yeah. you know? And that's why they're being sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Which it'll all come to a head in the next episode. But this is what I'm talking about. Like, like almost nothing happens in this episode. It's all just like set up, set up, set up. Set up for the last two minutes. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Which, by the way, yes. This is the part that I find funny because I was. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember whenever Shut I. Up now. Remember, <laughs> remember I, I can't remember when we had this conversation while we were recording, but saying how like. Mary is just gonna go down. Yeah, she's gonna like lose her shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was probably in a recap episode, <laughs> probably right. And and I remember like again, I never watched this show, but I do remember little things, little things of like seeing random like cameos here and there, like as I'm flipping through the channels. Mm-hmm. But I also remember this was a huge deal. Yep. And I don't know if I saw anything. Like here's the part that I can't remember. I can't remember if I read about it. Or people were talking about it, or if I saw an image of what goes down with Mary. But I I know that like she was about to be a not crazy, but I know shit was about to go down. Yep. And then sure enough, I was like, so it's this episode. <laughs> yep. So trip on this. Okay. I was at the hairdresser last weekend, uh-huh. and I I was like I had like I had to wait a while for my hairdresser to take me or whatever so I was like sitting in the waiting area and there's like a billion magazines basically yeah and right there in front of me like asking to be read was Jessica Biel's Vanity Fair cover I think or whatever magazine she's gonna recently be on the cover on okay and so I was like gotta read this yeah (laughs) because even like in the on the cover they even say something about seven like they even mention seventh heaven like in that little you know how they put a little blurb on the cover or whatever so I was like, so I found the article. I like scanned it looking for Seventh Heaven references. And there's like a tiny little paragraph that mentions that like she really got her breakthrough role on Seventh Heaven. Yeah. And how, and I'm not going to even date it because like it's a spoiler to know when she left the show. So I'm not oh, going to tell you. Oh, interesting. Or okay. I'm not going to say it in the, on, the, on the podcast because okay. let, it, let it be a surprise when it finally happens. Uh-huh. But it, they, they, they mentioned the fact that Right, like, it was a big scandal when it happened at the time because her whole thing was, like, I'm trying to break away from this cookie-cutter clean image. That's when she posed on the cover of whatever the fuck, Maxim or some shit that she posed on. And she got in a lot of hot water because here she is representing, like, a wholesome religious family daughter whatever, and then she's, like, half-naked on a cover of a magazine. Have you seen her body? I know. (laughs) Um, And that posing on the magazine was like the catalyst for her eventual exit to the show Mm. and so i'm not surprised at all that this is them like laying the seeds or like planting the seeds for the eventual like quote-unquote downfall of mary camden yeah resulting in her leaving of the show which which i don't and i don't know this but i'm so now i'm just speculating honestly like i feel like the way that they wrote her out, uh-huh. or that, or that the only way they could write her out is if she like legit just gets disowned, right? Like, like mm. if she falls so far from grace 
that she's just like peace out fam and like bounces forever you know what i mean otherwise how do you explain it like she just went away to college like who gives a shit you know but i mean okay i know that she leaves the show and she leaves the show for quite some time but i know she She left forever does but she, she might have made a couple appearances here and there. I think she But once she left, she left. Yeah. Unlike Barry Watson, who left for two seasons and then came back full time after cancer. Man, it's over. gonna be weird. It like, is gonna it, be kind of weird. It's gonna be weird talking about the show whenever. Like, there's no Mary. Yeah. Yeah. And and at some point, no Barry Watson. Like, wh- yeah, no Matt. that's, that's weird too. Yeah. And the fact that even Simon doesn't stick around for mm-hmm. most episodes. Mm-hmm. Neither does Ruthie. Even Damn. Ruthie doesn't stick around for a whole for all of it. Although she might just have not been around for the final season, that was like the extra tag season that they did because for no reason. Um, <laughs> I don't know that to be true, but I know she doesn't stick around. Wow. Mhm. That's gonna be weird. It is gonna be weird watching them like drop like flies, kind of sort of yeah. one by one. But we'll get there. We're we're still a ways away from that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, to your point, this is definitely. I mean, we've seen Mary do some crazy shit thus far. Yeah. But at the end of this episode, she and her basketball cronies have decided to break into the school gym and, like, vandalize the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't think I've ever seen vandalism this bad. Like, how did five girls do this much damage in five minutes? It's yeah. insane. They've, like, upended trash cans all over the floor. Mm-hmm. They fucking TP'd from top to bottom yeah like purchase spray paint yeah they've like tagged everything mm-hmm. i love how they wrote wildcats rule yeah like that's your team dude like what the fuck are you doing yeah like at least tag like the other team's mm-hmm. name so that so that like you could at least claim like some someone else vandalized it like who's gonna break into the wildcats gym and go wildcats rule <laughs> if these girls don't know how to how to be bad they're just stupid. <laughs> and I was just really pissed off, too, because at the end of the day, like, this is your gym, you yeah. guys. Like, this is your house, and you're going to treat it like it's shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens when the lockout ends? Yeah. <laughs> like, then what? Like, you are like you literally now ruined all chance you ever had mm-hmm. of getting back in there for the rest of the season. Yep. Like, you fucked yourselves. So short-sighted and, like, stupid. And then, of course, like, they got caught by the police. <laughs> and that's how it ends. <laughs> I love how it ends too with like Mary like with her like mid hands raised in a spotlight shining on her oh Mary (laughs) like like total like deer in the headlights moment or whatever bitch you had it coming it's bad I don't have any sympathy for her no I don't either she's She's just an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I and she even says on the phone where her friend presumably pitched the idea of vandalizing. Yeah. She's like, well, that's a little extreme. Yeah. Well, what happened to that attitude? Mob mentality, man. Because yeah. then you see them having dinner or whatever at that place. Mm-hmm. And they're like. The pool bar? Yeah. Is it the pool bar? For sure. It looked like the Dairy Shack or some version of the Dairy Shack. Whatever. Yeah, it might have been the pool. Again, Glen Oak is so tiny. Remember the news cover the basketball team? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Um, Yeah, like, you know, you know how it is. Like, you get all, like, into an idea when Mm -hmm. there's, like, five people shouting in your ear that it's a good idea. And they fucking do it. And, like, dude, Mary, how many times have we heard you tell Lucy you know what to do? You know what to do. I know. I mean, she's lost all credibility now. Yeah. There's no way. You cannot stand on any kind of high ground anymore after this. God. 
I mean, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no redeeming yourself. I mean, you can redeem yourself, but there's no coming back. Like, like this will always be the dark mark on your life when you when you took this horrific, stupid, moronic step. Yeah, that that could potentially jeopardize your entire. And especially, I'm sorry. Uh, what's her name? Corey. You Hmm. moron. Isn't Corey the one with the kid? Exactly. Who had the magna cum laude high school GPA? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I couldn't, I I almost didn't believe it. I had to tell myself, like, this is the same Corey that Mary stood up for and called a role model. Yes. Like, what the hell? Honey, like, you have a kid that you have to take care of. Yeah. You just jeopardize your and her future. Which also, so this is why I got confused, because... In that scene with the assembly with all the parents, yeah, Corey's dad is there, yeah, and she never we I I just assumed that she just had a single mom herself because yes, remember yes. when she's talking about like like I couldn't have done any of it without my mom I just mm-hmm. assumed like it's her her mom and her daughter yeah then to see her dad I was like oh I guess there is a dad is this even the same girl like yeah. I couldn't I just, they all look the same I don't know <laughs> again uh, with the writers this is what I really really dislike about them. You put them up on such high pedestals just to knock them down. And again, it's not a good setup. No. It's just you're just trying to create drama. But it's like, it's a more, it's stupid. It's yeah. ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. And especially because you're trying to win the hearts of everybody for like Mary and Lucy. And Lucy has come, she, she, I don't know. If anything, I can say I'm most proud of Lucy in these like four seasons because of how annoying she is. True. And also like how funny she can be and how in tune she can be with herself yeah you know like I you've agree. seen you've seen most growth with her when it comes to mary again like man this is a girl that has her shit together doesn't need rules doesn't need this like she knows who she is great um but then at the same time she's so susceptible to mob mentality yeah and to like fits of rage so, or whatever the fuck y- y- you know they th- i don't like how they make her fickle and wishy-washy with her emotions and with her and with her convictions or even whatever she believes in it's almost like it can be knocked down within an episode mm-hmm. in an episode mm-hmm. not not a couple episodes in one episode so this is what i don't like i know she went from literally what like an episode ago she was winning an award because she had great grades and she was a great basketball Seriously? player so and how- then the next episode her grades are slipping she's locked out of the gym she's gonna vandalize the fuck out of it and face the consequences like what are we doing it's really no wonder jessica biel was like you know what fuck this noise yeah. like i want to get out of here uh, this is not working for me. Good for you, girl. You got out when you could. <laughs> you know what she said in that interview, too? Again, I'm just reading, like, the blurbs because I didn't have time to read the whole article because it's, like, 18 pages long or whatever the fuck. But she says that this new so- show she's doing, The Sinner, on yeah. USA, Characters Welcome, um, is, like, the first time she's getting to, like, really act, which I fucking believe it, dude. Yeah. Because think about what she's done until now. She started with Seventh Heaven, where... Yeah. Come on, let's be real. Yeah. Okay. And then she did a couple of random movies here and there. She mm-hmm. did that movie with Jamie Foxx and that other guy where there's yeah. like the helicopter that wants to kill everybody. And then... She did the A-Team. She was in the A-Team? Yeah. Wait, is that the movie I'm thinking of? No. <sighs> um, and then she played Adam Sandler's wife or some shit and that Chuck and Larry want to yeah, get yeah, married yeah. or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. Or someone's, whoever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah, dude, like... Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, good. I'm glad that she's able to, like, remain a household name through 
a relatively non-existent career. <laughs> like, and of course, marrying Justin helped, right? Like, yeah. it helped kind of remake her a household name recently in the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. But, or less than that even. But I'm really happy for her. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that she's, like, finding her way. But the show you know, sounds she's producing, she's directing, she's yeah. doing a lot of cool things now. Yeah. You know. That, guess, show, that show seems, it seems interesting. I, I think it I want to It hasn't even started yet. Starts this week. Oh, really? Okay. Starts this week. I keep, I keep, like, seeing commercials and YouTube shit, and she's, keep, and she's been promoting it for what seems like a year. It, to be and I just honest, expected that it started to already. To be quite honest, we're recording tonight, and I think it's premiering tonight. I think you're right, actually. <laughs> So, I think you're right. Yeah, it's pre- well. Well, we just dated this episode. We did. <laughs> Listen, let's just pull back the curtain and tell our listeners we are doing a bunch of these in advance because Lady J is going to be out of town for a couple of weeks, and we got to make sure that we have content to give you guys on Mondays and Thursdays every week. Of course. So we're knocking a bunch of these out the park right now, so that I don't have to be here for us to record. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think this episode might be even going up in the time when I'll be out of the country. So save your tweets and Instagrams and emails for when I come back. <laughs> Wait two weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah. So the moral of the story is Jessica Biel's awesome. This show sucks. And yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so before we wrap this up, though, I just have a couple clips that I didn't get to play. But Okay. Uh, one of them is... It's, it's before the end when Matt is coming over to the house to pick up Simon to okay. go and have guys night, yeah. right? And um, Ruthie, like, kind of just, like, starts to go out the door with them. Mm-hmm. Wait, you can't go. You're not a guy. Well, I'm just as good a guy as any of your friends. Um, why don't you stay home and do something with Lucy and me? Kill me. No, thank you very much. I'd rather go to guys night at Matt's. What? It's okay with me if it's okay with you. Well, how guy is this evening going to be? Uh, typical stuff, no big deal. You know, I do go to school. I play on a football team. And I've seen MTV. So if there's something else out there, bring it on. That is so reassuring, my little flower. (laughs) You gotta love Ruthie, man. She's such a badass. And she's right. I go to school, I play on a football football team, team. and I've watched MTV. So, uh, yeah, I think I can hang out with a bunch of boys for a night. Yeah, bring it on. (laughs) And I almost don't like Eric's response to that. Like, it's so condescending. Like, nice to hear, my little flower. Like, how about let her own it? Like, Like, stop quashing her natural desires yeah. at 10 years old. I would be afraid of this child. She, no, we should be. We should all be afraid of Ruthie yeah, because like if I she's a, like legit a psychopath. Like, like if I had a kid like this, I'd be like, oh my god, I would love the shit out of you, but I'm also very afraid of you. Yeah, no. She's she's one to watch yeah. for sure. Um, but this is like cute, you know? Yeah. She's just adorable at this whole thing with this whole I want to be a guy. She's like dressing like in baggy pants yeah, yeah, yeah. that she can barely walk yeah. in, you know? It's really cute because I think that's exactly the message you want to send to to young girls, which is like maybe maybe it's a little too binary to be like, you can be a guy. That's not really the message, right? The message being like be yourself. Like yeah. do what you like. Mm-hmm. Don't let – don't let the fact that you were born a girl like dictate your life, like you know, yeah. or, like your interests, like just, or whatever. Yeah, just have fun with actually growing. Yeah, and learning what you like yeah. and what you don't like. 
I mean, shit, man. She is playing football. Yeah. I want to see her play once. I do, too. I, I think that'll be her. adorable. I want to see her tackle someone. A bunch going... of little tykes running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, her with the helmet and, like, her curly hair, like, flying yeah, through. Like, it'd just be cute. Oh, I can't wait. That, that has to be a thing they do soon. I hope so. It I hope so. Be. I would love to see that. I feel like that would be a good thing to do, like, before the midseason, mm-hmm. like, you know, break that they usually take. Right? You know, like, around 10, 11, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. I think that would be fun. Well, let's hope so. We'll see. Wait, when is homecoming time? It's around that time, right? Isn't it? Or maybe they'll do like a yeah. homecoming game kind mm-hmm. of something. Um, yeah. Oh, and then of course, let's not forget that uh, Rod's back. I heard that a couple of girls failed drug tests. That's why Clearly locked the team out. What? I heard the whole team was into buying tests and papers and stuff, and that's why I locked them out. You've got to be kidding. I also heard that a couple of the girls are really Russian ringers brought over here to help win the championship. And with the collapse of the Soviet Union's economy, it makes sense. On what planet? <laughs> Capitalist dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Glowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> um, fucking Rod. <laughs> Can I say I'm not annoyed of him? No, not in this episode, because he barely has anything to do. But also, so we see her, uh, Lucy and Shelby hanging out with him. What happened to that the guy three from... Musketeers yeah, right? what happened to Three Musketeers I was like, oh, let's go, peace out. What was his name? Miles? Whatever. Not Jimmy, that's Moon. No. Whatever. No. Um, let's not bring him up again. No. Fucking A. I just upset myself. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, he's he's perfectly fine in this episode. Like he's whatever, and he looks like he should have been the three musketeer. Like with like these get three it. like work together. I get it, and I love how they work well. I love how Lucy like tells them like, okay, I know what happened, but like you can't tell anybody. Yeah, and then the minute she walks away, they give each other a look like, okay, let's split up and tell the whole school. Yeah, <laughs> and they do. Those are your friends, Lucy. <laughs> you know how to pick them, girl. Okay, what is Rod's? like, the actor's name. Because in the credits, he's listed as Torin Caudell. No, it's, I don't think it's that. But but when you look at the x-ray trivia, he's Lane Torin. That might be it. But then who the fuck is Torin? You, you're telling me that there's a person named Lane Torin and then a separate person named Torin Caudell in the same episode? Okay, how about this? In the next episode, we'll figure out what the fuck his name is. <laughs> All right. I'll allow it. All right, Rod, we'll, I just we'll feel get like, you covered. I just feel like, what, like, was Torin, like, a super popular name or something? I like... don't know. We'll, we'll get you covered in the next episode, dude. <laughs> we'll take oh, care yeah, of you. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. He will be in the next yeah, episode yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Oh, sorry, did I ruin it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love in this moment, too, and it's in this episode where that stupid dumb shit reporter, like... All of the students who are not involved in the lockout yeah. are not allowed into the assembly or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So they're all, like, crowded at the door, like, trying to, like, listen in, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense. Like, why wouldn't you just allow anybody to come in if they, like, who gives a fuck? But anyway, like, cause, especially because they kept the door open. So if you wanted to keep it, like, behind closed doors, close, close the fucking the door. door. I'm with <laughs> but you. But anyway, so Shelby and Rod, Shelby? Shelly. Whatever the fuck her name Shelby. is. Shelby. Shelby. Um, are like standing at the doorway or whatever, like front and center. And then this reporter comes up and she's like, I'll give you $10 to switch places with me or to give me your spot. And I love how Rod's like, give me 20 and you can get both of our spots. (laughs) (laughs) Good bargain. 
bargain. Yeah, you know how to bargain, bro. Like, it's not even a deal. <laughs> it's literally like ten bucks for each spot. Yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> She's a Shelby one person. Does, Shelby doesn't get a cut. That's what it is. <laughs> Shelby doesn't get her share. And I love it when Shelby looks at him like, "Hey, dude." He's like, "What?" Lucy will fill us in. <laughs> Definitely, though. (laughs) I mean, I think we've established this. Like, I don't like either of them very much, but give me Rod any Any day day. over Jimmy Moon. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like we did it. I think so. Any stray observations? No. No. Okay. You want to rate it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, I'm between a four and a five, but I'm gonna go four because yeah, nothing Aww. happened. I get it though. We, oh wait, I we gave were, it a five. We were I about to be friends again, kind of. But but I get it though. Oh, Julie. <laughs> Sorry, my daddy's just being needy. <laughs> She's mad at us. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just made the t- <laughs> the home improvement <laughs> noise. Yeah, stop it. Hey. Come here, come here. Hey, you stepping all over my rating? Come here. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, <laughs> she's like, uh, you're not gonna rate this episode right now. Yeah, serious, huh? Um, yeah, no, I'm giving it a five. I, I think for the same reasons. Again, I just tend to skew higher, right? Yeah. Like, but yeah, this was just like whatever, dude. Like yeah. nothing happened. Mm-hmm. No one cares. No one cares. It's a fine episode. Again, beautiful moments. Like, I really liked the Annie and Simon moment. Yeah. I enjoyed the Eric and Lucy moment. I thought those two parallels, right, of, like, we have something in common. We have something in common. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mary's very annoying in this episode. Yeah. She, like, really made me mad at her. Matt, not so much in this episode, but, like, starting to get a little annoying yeah. with his parent number three complex. I think they really drive it home it's in the like, next oh, episode. Dude, grow up. Let go. But, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I, get it. I mean, I get it, too, right? Like, he really made me question my own position as the oldest child in my family. Like, because mm-hmm. I never, I certainly never had parent number three complex the way he had. Yeah. Or I still don't. But I was like, oh, like, maybe I should have cared more, like, about my siblings. I don't know. Whatever. We can talk more about it in the next episode. But, um, yeah, so I'm giving it a five. Okay. Cool. All right. Reasonable. Reasonable. I'll, I'll allow it. Measured. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, don't forget to rate, subscribe, review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, if, you, if you like what you hear, please, please, please tell a friend. Um, you can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're pretty responsive, y'all. So if you tweet at us or if you – you know, send us a message or whatever. Um, we like to engage with our listeners, so mm-hmm. keep in touch. Um, or you can send us an email at show at gmail.com. And uh, I think that's all the things. That's all the things. <laughs> Until next time, bye. Bye.